Lieutenant General Lewis B. Chesty Puller, The Essential Business of Patrolling. In 1961, Lieutenant General Lewis B. Chesty Puller was interviewed by Marine historians Colonels John H. Magruder III and Roger Willock at Quantico. In this interview, we hear the legendary Chesty Puller comment on counterinsurgency operations in Nicaragua in 1930. The Marines faced a determined foe. The leader of the insurgents, Augusto Sandino, tapped Nicaraguan animosity toward the U.S. to lead a popular revolt. He essentially declared war on the United States. In 1927, President Calvin Coolidge deployed the 5th Marines to Nicaragua to stabilize the situation and supervise honest elections. Not having the firepower to effectively fight the Marines and the associated Guardia, the local Nicaraguan troops commanded by Marine officers, Sandino and his bandits melted into the hinterlands in the north of Nicaragua and along the Honduran border, resulting in a guerrilla war situation. Patrolling deep into Bandit's backcountry lair was essential to keeping tabs on the insurgent locations and suppressing the revolt. In the summer of 1930, 1st Lieutenant Puller was placed in command of Company M, a roving strike force. While under Puller, Company M's aggressive patrolling proved especially effective, and he was nicknamed El Tigre by his Nicaraguan troops. Puller found that his men could cover more ground on foot than on horses or donkeys. He expertly used local intelligence, understanding that information equaled success. The enemy was astounded that Puller's patrols could find them in the hostile jungle terrain of North Nicaragua. Company M could have been more effective, however. In this short statement by Puller, he denotes factors that limited Company M's success. Colonel, you are correct in what you've stated. I was in Nicaragua for five years. The whole time I was down in Nicaragua, except section of three months, I was in command of Company F, which was a mobile company. And during that five years, the only assignment that we ever had was to chase bandits. I'm firmly believed, and I think that the history will tell you, if we had had three or more of like companies, we would really have accomplished something in Nicaragua. But what always happens in the Marine Corps is that we get dug in and garrison duty and when you get through taking care of property and a barracks, all the men, because the Marine Corps is short of men at all times, become frozen. And the only thing we to accomplish something in a small war, and I also noticed it from five years of service in Haiti also, that you've got to keep moving. And in the future, I'm sure, because history repeats itself, that we will be back in such places as Latin America and Southeast Asia again. And I certainly hope that the commanders at that time, especially the Pentagon building and our own things, will realize 
And what I say is the truth. Things have got to be kept moving, and you've got to have at least half of your command continually on patrol. Uh, if I uh, had been in a position of authority, half of the men would leave by on patrol for a week or several weeks duration. When they return, within an hour after they return, the other half of the command would leave, get underway. And by that time, by that system, you would accomplish ten times as much as we have accomplished in the past. In many ways, Puller's experience in Nicaragua was similar to what Marines faced in Afghanistan. In both locations, there was a determined and wily foe with considerable popular support. As Puller's Marines trained the Nacional Guardia in tactics, so do Marines today train the Afghan National Police and military. Today's Marines and Pullers had a higher goal. That was establishing a reliable and honest military and police force to support the native government and help stabilize the nation. As Puller noted, although the Marines employed aggressive patrolling techniques, his patrols sometimes covering 30 miles a day, their success was limited by having too few Marines. The lack of personnel prevented Puller from keeping the pressure on the insurgents such that the insurgency could be effectively subdued. The critical question then, is the Marine Corps providing the essential support, the essential element, Marines on the ground, to affect success in a counterinsurgency fight like Afghanistan? Furthermore, what actions, if any, has the Marine Corps taken today to develop small unit leaders based on the small wars experience of leaders like Lieutenant General Puller? For additional information on Puller, Nicaragua, and counterinsurgency operations then and now, read Chesty by Colonel John Hoffman, The United States Marines in Nicaragua by Bernard C. Nolte, and U.S. Marines in Afghanistan, 2010-2014, compiled by Paul Westermeyer and Christopher Blaker.